to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode for you today, don't we? I'm ready to get down on the special. Um, it is National Tater Day. Tater Day! <laughs> so eat you some taters. What's your favorite kind of tater? Hmm. String tater? I like those like breakfast potatoes where they mix them in with like the onions and peppers and stuff. Yeah. Like oh. almost like fajita style or something. Yeah, like a, I like a good latka. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, start with scoreboard stomper. We've got our flex seal of the week. We've got two notable jabronis. We'll get to our Hall of Fame inductee, Doris Burke. We'll get our scoreboard stomper answer. We'll go to church. We've got count them four shampoos <laughs> Get before ready. we send you on your merry little way so without further ado scotty hit me with that scoreboard stumper all right i want to know with the reds the cincinnati reds being one of the oldest well the oldest major league baseball team of all time it is tradition for the reds to start the season at home this season they will be starting the season on the road I want to know, since 1890, when they joined the National League, how many times have they started the season on the road? Two, three, or five? I'm going to go three. All right. You're in the, in the pocket there. All right. We'll uh, get to that after the Doris Burke deep dive. <laughs> Moving on to... Flex Seal of the Week. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is Andy Dalton, a newly signed quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. One-year deal. They're going to play Taysom Hill at tight end, and they're going to just get some cool draft picks when the season's over. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, they're going to get some really nice draft picks. Uh, <laughs> you got Famous Jameis and uh, Randy, the Red Rifle Dalton. That's so hilarious. They signed Hill to that ridiculous deal that like only works if he's and a then they gave the win And then they gave Winston like a three- or four-year deal, and then they <laughs> give Dalton a deal. It's like... Taysom Hill's like Taysom Hill's like the secret to the assistant backup quarterback. They're like, <laughs> they're like, now that Sean Payton's gone, you're gonna go play tight end. Yeah, <laughs> experiment over. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on to notable jabronis. First up, Lamelo Ball and his new um, um, situation with his matching car, matching outfit. Yeah, Scotty, take it away. Yeah, Lamelo Ball poses. It makes you stupid posts where he wears this yellow outfit and poses with his yellow Lamborghini or Ferrari whatever it's stupid <laughs> it's just like hey look at me I'm wearing yellow my car's yellow yellow <laughs> mellow um, so <laughs> so someone took a picture of that themselves standing in front of the car but like they were flash they were uh, mooning the camera and said <laughs> fuck your car <laughs> And then LaMelo Ball immediately responded by getting on Twitter and threatening to have that guy beat up. It's like, really, dude? Well, he, he dirty deleted it, so real jabroni move. Yeah, really. His lawyer was like, take that down. <laughs> you do that in private. 
like we get it. You like yellow, you're Lamello. Don't you know threaten people on the internet. <laughs> if anything, you just pour more the yellow on the car. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up on Notable Jabronis, we've got the NFL and their new uh, POC woman minority staffing policy. Basically, they added women to the Rooney Rule. Yeah. So you know the NFL's under heat. Um, there's lawsuits flying from the Brian Flores um, situation. So they decided the way they're going to fix that is add women to the Rooney rule. <laughs> I don't really see how that helps anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it states that it has to be, quote, a woman or person of color or ethnic minority has to be a member of the staff. You're like, okay. Like, way to really hit in at the bottom level. Like, <laughs> the world's worst bunt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, NFL, we're done with you. Yeah. All right, moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee, Doris Burke. Doris, Doris Sable was born April 11th, 1965, in West Islip, New York. Doris's family moved to Montesquan, New Jersey when she was seven. And in the yard of their new home, she found a basketball that had been left behind by the previous owners. As fate would have it, a park was located across the street from Sable's new house. And as the youngest of eight children, Doris would have to make her own fun. It was at this moment that she fell in love with basketball and rarely put her new basketball down. At Montesquan High, Doris assumed the role of point guard and led her team to a 71-10 and 10 record in her three years as a starter. She was such a sound ball handler and consistent scorer that she was granted a full scholarship to Providence College. In her freshman year, Doris led the Big East Conference in assists. As a senior in 1987, she was awarded Providence College's Co-Female Athlete of the Year and finished as the school's all-time assist leader. While still at college, Doris got a chance at coaching and a chance to break into broadcast. While heading to the court for a workout, Doris ran into Jeff Van Gundy, who was an assistant to Providence men's basketball head coach, Rick Pitino. The two would meet again and forge a friendship over their love of basketball. Doris Sable married Greg Burke in 1989, and though the marriage wouldn't last, they had two children and she retained the last name. Doris Burke entered the broadcasting business in 1990, calling Providence women's games on the radio. Quote, there was no one listening, she has later said. An agent from New York heard her for, on the radio one day and told her she'd be great on television. By 1991, Burke was working for ESPN. Burke cut her teeth for many years calling Division II college games, but in 1997, the WNBA started. Doris believed that this was an opportunity for a woman to be as exuberant as Dick Vitale in a women-led league. For many years, Burke was the primary radio and television voice of the New York Liberty. In 2000, Doris became the first woman to become a commentator for a New York Knicks game, the first woman to be a commentator for a Big East men's game, and the first woman to be the primary commentator in a men's college basketball conference package. Whew. Yeah. In 2003, Burke was added to ESPN's top men's basketball crew, working directly with Dick Vitale, as well as sideline reporting for NBA games. Hell yeah. She just lit it up. Shredding it. Yeah. In 2010, 
2K Sports' NBA 2K11 featured the likeness of Burke as the sideline reporter in their video game, and she has been featured in their games ever since. ESPN and ABC tapped Burke to host the pregame show NBA Countdown alongside Avery Johnson and Jalen Rose in 2013, as well as giving her a contract extension. In 2017, Burke broke another barrier, accepting a role as a regular analyst for NBA games and becoming the first woman and becoming the first woman at the national level to be assigned a full regular season role. In 2018, Doris Burke was inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame as a Kurt Gowdy Media Award winner. As of 2020, Doris calls the conference finals and the NBA finals on ESPN Radio with Mark Kestisher. While Burke acknowledges the barriers she's broken, she's fast to speak about the women who inspired her through her professionalism and the women currently rising through the ranks. Burke can often be found sitting courtside with Jeff Van Gundy, no longer under the heel of Patino. The two share a special friendship, says Van Gundy, quote, I've known Doris for over 30-some years. She's the best, most versatile commentator at ESPN. She's the LeBron James of sportscasters, unquote. And Burke on Van Gundy, she said, quote, Jeff's a truth teller. If I'm ever acting like a jackass, he'll look me in the eye and tell me to stop it. Those are the types of people you want in your world, unquote. Whether she's calling an NCAA, WNBA, or NBA game, or crossing a freshly waxed NBA court in heels while carrying notes in her left hand and dribbling a ball in her right, Doris Burke, you are a legend. Yeah. Freaking love letter to Doris Burke. I love you. Truly a legend. Yeah. I, I hate to talk about Drake, but he 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 wore like a t-shirt to it, like an all-star game or something like that, that just had Doris Burke on it. It said, woman crush every day. And like, if he hadn't popularized it, I would wear that shirt. But unfortunately, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the funny thing is, something funny about her is she sucked at free throws. She was a point guard who was... Just, Bad she was point guard, but she was like Shaq at the free throw line. Yeah, she so she she always has a really special relationship with all the NBA players who suck at free throws. So like, there's times like Andre Drummond will come up and like he's like giving her a kiss on the back of her head while she's like doing a show, <laughs> and like everybody like she she's just great with them. She so, empathizes. Yeah, it, it, there's I do recommend it. You know, if you want to check out more about like her her character because I do love her so much, check out a Deadspin article called. Uh, how Doris Burke became the best damn basketball broadcaster there is. It's it's amazing. <laughs> she can handle Popovich. She can do anything. <laughs> nice. All right, Doris Burke, truly a legend. Yeah. All right, Scotty, hit me with that scoreboard stumper answer. I wanted to, wanted to know, since 1890, how many times have the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, excuse me, started their season on the road? Two, three, or five? This year will be one, mm-hmm. and then I feel like maybe on a couple strike years, so that's why I guess three. Perfect. Three wow. it is. It's actually funny. 1890 was was the first time. 1990, 100 years later, World Series. 2022. <laughs> yeah. And this year we got a triple-A team on the field. Yeah. <laughs> triple-A team and Joey Votto. <laughs> Sorry, miss. All right. I, I got one for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to church. 
We're starting off, we've got a confessional this week. Scotty's got a confessional, um, soccer related. Yeah, so soccer should be under, in you know, my umbrella. <laughs> you know, nothing should get through for me if it's going to be at least... You do our soccer programming. If it's going to make this show, Shame. I mean, and, and this happened during Jabroni History Month. Shame. I couldn't be more upset with myself. Because this is a Jabroni move. Shame. So, um, women's player um, Aminata Shame. Diallo... Uh, she plays for PSG and she plays for the French national team. Um, she's she was released from police custody in uh, November um, for allegedly hiring two men to wear masks and drag an, an, a fellow midfielder from PSG out of her car and like beat her up and beat up her legs. Um, the interesting thing is that player has still has not returned to play. Um, the investigation is ongoing. We don't have like a complete, you know, what happened of it yet, you know. So <laughs> this is all allegedly, but <laughs> she named she she Tanya Harding a, a fellow player, and I can't believe it got through. I confess to this. I feel terrible. Yeah, I can't believe this wasn't something that we we caught. You it's know. like our radar. It's our <laughs> wheelhouse. Strange as that I is. I apologize. All right. Shame. 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 Uh, moving on to thoughts and prayers portion of our church. Um, thoughts and prayers to the family of the owner of NHL's um, um, Ottawa Senators, yeah. uh, Eugene Melnick. Yeah, he died at 62 of an illness. Um, yeah, on oh, this team since 2003, you said 2003. He's owned him since 2003, so. That sucks. Uh, he was sixty-two. So T's and P's to your your to your family. T's and P's, don't you know? Sorry, I'm sorry about the uh, senators fans. All right, sorry. moving on to shampoo. Shampoo. Um, we'll start with the redemption of a story we had previously covered. I think on thoughts and prayers. Um, collapsed soccer player Christian Erickson. Yeah, uh, Christian Eriksen, you may remember, he collapsed uh, during a game at the Euro Cup uh, this last summer, and um, he returned to that same field and scored a goal. Champion. Uh, <laughs> he had like some like crazy like heart palpitation thing, and he was out for like ten minutes. They thought he like yeah, Whew. amazing. Yeah, he played for. Yeah, he's a, he's the Denmark captain, so he's back. He scored a goal at that same stadium. Had a baby. Hollow ground. Way Shampoo to, to you, Christian Eriksen. Shampoo. All right, up next, um, shampoo to the NFL. Yeah. Jabroni and shampoo this week. <laughs> um, NFL for fixing overtime. Mm-hmm. They fixed. Um, they fixed overtime. Uh, only three teams, I guess, voted against. Yeah. Um, the overtime rule where both teams get a chance to score in overtime. Yeah. So yeah, guaranteed. They each team gets a possession, and then only the Bengals, the Vikings, and the Dolphins voted against it. It was twenty nine to three. So my theory was the Bengals just know that if they win the overtime toss, that with Burrow for the unforeseeable future, they're better off just right making it a one. And with our kicker too, I guess the Dolphins are about fifty years in the past. Still, they're still still getting high and yelling about their. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the Vikings would care. (laughs) Yeah, the Vikings are the most neutral. Like, okay. Okay. They're like, Kirk Cousins sucks. We don't know. We'll just say no. We'll just we'll just act <laughs> like this is why we keep sucking. 
Shampoo. All right. Shampoo to the LA Dodgers. Um, also, another redemption story of sorts. Um, giving a contract to former MLB player Andrew Tolles. Yeah, he uh, played last played for the, the Dodgers in 2018, but... Um, it suffered with mental illness and was like, you know, homeless. Uh, and the Dodgers reached out and gave him a contract so he could ac- have access to health insurance and, um, you know, whatever to mental health, you know, fix that <laughs> therapy, whatever he needs. Shampoo. That's dope. Yeah. So shampoo, shampoo to you, Dodgers. Yeah. Good story. Shampoo. And then also shampoo. Record four shampoos this week. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, Olivier Giroud, uh, four goals away from France's all-time leading scorer. Yeah, I loved it. I loved Olivier Giroud. He played for Arsenal. I've always enjoyed watching him play. He's got sweet tattoos. Um, you know, top player. I hope. He, I hope he gets the record. I don't know if he'd be considered maybe France's greatest goal scorer of all time, but you know. Hats off, or you know, caps off. Yeah, <laughs> shampoo caps off to yeah. you. Shampoo. <laughs> I have to keep that one. <laughs> All right, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group the best and worst of sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trevbook to join the conversation and revel in sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, April 14th, as we induct Kevin Mitchell. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sports Ball. May the sports be with you. Always. Always.